hi guys welcome again to another episode of the good news podcast on this episode we'll be looking at the righteousness of god what god sees as righteousness what god views as righteousness you know from man's point of view we understand righteousness to mean um or rather we define righteousness by the actions that we see by the activities by behaviors that we see so we can look at a man and we call him righteous based on what we see him do okay based on the based on what we see him do you know if we if we see a man that does mostly what people approve as good things we will call the man what we will call the man righteous but the aim of today's episode would be to um, understand whether god sees it the same as man does or whether god has a different view on what righteousness means okay so we look at second timothy chapter 3 verse 15 to 16. paul writing to timothy says and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in christ jesus all scripture is given by inspiration of god and is profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction in righteousness okay so paul saying that um, what makes the scripture sacred the sacredness of scripture is that the scripture is inspired by god so the documenting of all the events that we find in the scripture to document them the 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 documenting of them into um the the written word is inspired that that's an inspiration from god okay and he says that the scriptures are profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction and for instructions in righteousness okay for instructions in righteousness okay so the scripture becomes the authority when we want to learn righteousness okay so the study of and the study of righteousness is a very important fact in the learning of christ you can't you can't learn christ and not know what righteousness means okay um that would uh, come out clearer as we go further um in this conversation okay so let's go again to romans chapter 1 verse 16 to 17 Paul says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. Okay, he's describing the gospel as the power of God unto salvation. Okay, he says, To the Jews first, and also to the Greek. For therein, that's therein will be in the message of the gospel. So he says, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, The just shall live by faith. Okay? So the revelation of the righteousness of God is where is found in the message of the gospel. Paul says, For therein, for therein, the gospel which he called the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. He says, For in that message, okay is the righteousness of god revealed so it means that all there is to know about what god sees as righteousness is found in the message of the gospel what we ought to know about what he sees as righteousness about what god sees as righteousness is what is found in the message of the gospel so you can put it this way that a study of the gospel is a study of righteousness or a study of righteousness is a study of the gospel so when we want to look at what god um 
at what God uh, or when we look at God and we want to know how he views righteousness, it is the gospel that unveils that to us. Okay, it is the gospel that unveils that to us. Okay, so let's move on. So from man's point of view or the how the dictionary um, describes righteousness dictionary will say uh, the dictionary meaning of righteousness would be the quality of being morally right or justifiable and from what i said earlier that man sees it that way okay what makes a man morally right or justifiable in the sight of man is his actions that we can see the actions that we can see okay so righteousness in the greek okay the greek is the greek word dikaiosune that's d-i-k-a-i-o-s-u-n-e which means justified without fault or blame which means to be right okay so it's usually a legal term okay like let's say for instance you present arguments in front of a judge in a court and he gives you a no a not guilty um verdict when the verdict is not guilty okay that is the same um term used for uh righteousness okay you know when they say i find him not guilty on all charges or on all counts okay and he's thereby discharged and acquitted okay it is the same um you can use that analogy to this to describe um righteousness okay so we'll now examine with scriptures what god views as righteousness and possibly in comparison with what the world sees as righteousness okay so righteousness in the context of the world would mean a fulfillment of the law that this person has kept all the rules there is to keep this person has kept certain commandments that determine whether we see people as righteous or not he has kept them so when you when you look at or when you call someone a righteous man from the world's point of view it means that he has kept every rule every commandment that determines whether someone is righteous or not okay so we look at certain people living life in a certain way and we call them righteous based on the aspects of their lives that we see and this isn't bad okay it isn't bad especially in the context of human beings cohabiting in peace it is not bad the problem with this however is that man is limited and we don't naturally have what it takes to fulfill those demands of the law at all times okay so when someone that we see as righteous is actually breaking the law we might not be there to witness it okay so you can also say that in the eyes of man the only person that is righteous is someone that hasn't been caught yet okay someone that hasn't been, that hasn't been caught doing something um wrong you can call the person because because it's difficult to fulfill the demands of the law the demands of commandments at all times it's difficult okay now imagine the god who sees everything and who sees everyone at every time imagine that this god now judges us based on how much we are able to fulfill the demands of the law okay so imagine that was the situation that he see, he views righteousness the same way man views righteousness imagine that that's the situation what exactly what what chance do we have okay what chance do we have anyway glory to god that in his infinite wisdom he already knew that man cannot just do that anyway let's move on so let's look at the first record of righteousness in the bible and that is genesis chapter 15 from verse 4 to 6 
Okay, he says, And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, talking about Abraham, saying, This shall not be thine heir, thine heir, but he that shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now toward heaven and tell the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. And he believed in the Lord, that Abraham believed in what the Lord told him, and he counted it to him for righteousness. Okay, he counted it to him for righteousness. Okay, so God was showing Abraham what was to come. I'm trying not to delve deep into this, but the word seed in that context is referring to Jesus. And what God was showing Abraham was what was to come, what he was going to do in Christ. Okay, this was basically Abraham hearing the gospel. Okay, now he says, And Abraham believed this, and it was counted unto him as righteousness. The word counted is the Greek word um, koshab, that's C-H-A-S-H-A-B, which means to credit. Okay, so it is an accounting term used, for instance, when someone um, sends money into your, or pays money into your account, and you get like a credit alert on your phone. Okay, so the alert, the credit alert, Abraham got the moment he believed the gospel, albeit as a promise. Okay, he believed the gospel as a promise. So the 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 payment alert, the <laughs> the deposit alert he got was what was righteousness. It was credited to him. It was credited to him. So, and when we look at Abraham in terms of conduct, in terms of fulfillment of the law, fulfillment of the commandments. We could see that Abraham isn't um, one of the persons you can genuinely call righteous and be right about it, okay? We can see that Abraham, in terms of conduct, wouldn't qualify as righteous. First of all, he slept with his wife's maid, okay? At, so at, at another point, he denied his wife for business purposes, okay? But It's not just Abraham. You look at other saints in the Bible, especially the saints of the Old Testament. You look at David, um, you look at Lot, you know, and you look at Jacob. Um, when you look at all these men, they had faults. Their conduct could not have um, justified them. Their conduct could not have been um, viewed as righteous. But one thing we can um, observe, one thing we can see from their lives, from every single one of them that was called righteous in the, in the Bible, one thing we can see is what, that they believed something. They had faith. Okay, so their righteousness was as a result of their faith in the promises of God. Okay, so if we bring it down to the New Testament, we look at um, what Paul says in Romans chapter 3 from verse 20. He says, Therefore, by the deeds of the law shall no man, shall no flesh be justified in his sight, that is, in the sight of God. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. He went ahead, he went down to say, But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Christ Jesus, unto all and upon all them that believe. For there is no difference, for all have sinned. Now, talking about the Jews and Gentiles, he says, For all have sinned, and by extension, 
and the people that would come after the people that would read this letter after but at the time he was reading uh, by at the time he was writing this letter he was writing to a specific people okay and he says for all have sinned and come short of the glory of god being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in christ jesus whom god had set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God, to declare, I say at this time, his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. Okay, so here we see that a man who has put his faith in Christ, a, a man who has put his faith in the, in, the, in the work of redemption that Christ did, okay, now that man is seen as a man who has the righteousness of God, the kind of um, righteousness that God values. Okay, not the kind which not the kind which can please the world, but the one that pleases God. Now, I'm not saying that um, that uh, they have to be the same thing because if you are the righteousness of God, if you have the righteousness of God, it should also see it should also be seen in your conduct, which will eventually. Um, not necessarily please the world but it means that um, the world can also see those works of righteousness but the foundation would now be that um, it's coming from a place of faith in the substitution the substitutionary sacrifice of jesus okay so what this means is that a man cannot perform his way into the righteousness of god you can't by the things you do by the works by fulfilling the words of the law or by fulfilling commandments you can't by doing that okay um earn the righteousness of god because the righteousness of god is not earned it is not earned okay it is credited as a result of faith okay in fact anytime you see a man laboring to gain righteousness you know anytime you see a man that is focusing on oh, i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that okay and the man is doing that on uh, he's doing those things as a basis for his justification okay what we are witnessing is a man that is working in unbelief towards the promises of god okay towards the promises of god okay so but the thing is when we say faith in christ there's a specific thing the um the person has to believe there's a specific thing the person has to put his faith on okay which is uh something that we've dealt with in the past but it doesn't hurt to um repeat once in a while okay it doesn't hurt to repeat once in a while so if we look at um if we look at uh um romans chapter 10 verse 1 romans chapter 10 verse 1 If we look from um, verse 1, Paul says, um, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, okay, but not according to knowledge. For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law 
for righteousness to everyone that believes so paul was here saying that he desires for israel to be saved why even though that even though they have a zeal of god they are passionate they are religious they do religious things they do their best to fulfill the commandments of the law okay to fulfill the requirements of the law they do all those things but it is not according to knowledge because if they knew what it means to be righteous in the sight of god okay not that it's going to affect their zeal but they won't view their zeal as a basis for them being righteous or as a basis for their own justification okay they won't see it they won't they won't start seeing their zeal or the works their their um keeping of commandments as what justifies them in verse 9 and 10 he says that if you shall confess with thy mouth the lord jesus and shall believe in your heart that god has raised him from the dead that you thou shalt be saved for with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation okay so paul is now stating clearly what the what the man ought to believe to be viewed as righteous what you ought to put your faith in okay that faith ought to be in jesus christ in his death his burial and his resurrection okay that is what you put your faith in to be seen as righteous to be seen as righteous then after that okay if that forms the foundation the basis for your zeal for the good works that you do for the commandments that you keep to okay then that is okay you are righteous okay not the other way around you are not walking your way to righteousness you're walking your way from righteousness when, when you've believed when you've put your faith in this gospel in the death for sins the burial and resurrection of jesus okay that forms the foundation for the works that you now do okay so that is it when we observe what paul said there we can see that there's a specific thing the believer has to believe to be to be justified okay and that is what paul was talking about in those verses um, 9 and 10 okay if we look again at galatians chapter 2 verse 16 um, and verse 21 he says knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law but by the faith of jesus christ even we have believed in jesus christ that we might be justified by the faith of christ and not by the works of the law for by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified in verse 21 he says i do not frustrate the grace of god for if righteousness came by the law then christ is dead in vain Oh, glory to God. So if righteousness came by the law, it means that the death of Christ was in vain. Okay? So it is not by law, but by faith that man is justified. Okay? So at no point can any man be justified by fulfilling the demands of the law. It is impossible. Okay? Actually, the burden of fulfilling the law is called a curse in the scriptures. So for the believer, he is righteous by the virtue of what Christ did on the cross. Of what Christ did on the cross. Isaiah will put it this way, that our righteousness is like filthy rags. Isaiah chapter um, 64, I think, that our righteousness is like filthy rags. That's how it is viewed. Okay, so but the righteousness that is of, that is of God is of faith. 
okay is obtained by faith okay paul in galatians chapter 3 verse 11 will say um this was paul quoting habakkuk he says that no man is justified by the law in the sight of god for the just shall live by faith the just shall be made alive by faith okay the just are righteous by faith okay so our righteousness is by faith and this faith is our reliance on what on the faithfulness of god his ability to keep us okay it is important to understand that it is not the the faith of the man okay it is not man's faith that makes god that makes god's faithfulness effective no it is god's faithfulness that makes our faith that that makes the man's faith effective it is in his faithfulness that we place our own faith and we are deemed what righteous and that his faithfulness is found in the redemption in the work of redemption that christ did okay so i'm going to close with second corinthians chapter 5 verse 21 he says for he had made him to be seen okay him to be said the him in this view is jesus christ he was made to be seen for us who knew no sin because jesus himself did not know sin okay but he was made to be seen and finally why was this done he says that we might be made the righteousness of god in him so a believer is what is the is made the righteousness of god in christ jesus so when when god views a believer someone who has believed the gospel what god is looking at is not um god is not placing his conclusions he's not drawing his conclusions of that man from the man's conduct he's drawing his conclusions from the fact that this man is righteous is 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 righteous that this man is righteous that this man has believed in the gospel of his son okay so he sees the man as righteous not by his works not by his conduct but but by his faith by his faith by what that man has put his faith in so this is where we'll be finishing today's um this episode and uh if we have any questions any any contributions or just to say hi you can send us an email at uh, goodnewspods at gmail.com that is g-o-o-d-n-e-w-s-p-o-d-z at gmail.com g-o-o-d-n-e-w-s-p-o-d-z at gmail.com so until we talk again remain blessed